Masechet Nedarim Daf Samech will begin the eighth pedic with cases where the vow applies for a certain time period. How long will that time period actually last for? Someone says, wine is forbidden to me to taste today. In that case, it's only prohibited from now, from that point until the end of the day, whether it doesn't matter when he says it during the day, it's for the remainder. So if he says this at 11 a.m., then once it gets dark, he is permitted. It doesn't have to be a full 24 hours because it said, Hayom, this day. And so in this context, the day means that daytime until it gets dark. Shabbat zo asur bechola Shabbat, vishabbat she'avra. If he says this week, um, the Gemara is going to ask whether Shabbat means the day of Shabbat, uh, this upcoming Shabbat, as we would say. Uh, but it does not mean that. Uh, Mishnah clearly means uh, this week. Shabbat also means a week. In that case, he is prohibited that entire week. So if he said the vow on Tuesday, he'll be prohibited for the rest of the day on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and on Saturday. And uh, the Shabbat, Saturday itself, goes to the previous week. Shabbat is the capstone, is the end of the week not the beginning of the next week. Um, that makes sense. That's, that's, it's called Yom HaShivi'i. Good. If someone, any time in the middle of the month, beginning, end of the month, doesn't matter when, he said, I'm not going to drink any wine during this month. In that case, he's prohibited from drinking wine from that day on for the remainder of the month. However, in this case, Rosh Chodesh goes to the next month so he that that's it. He could stop uh, the prohibition at the end of the of, of that month. Um, what it depends on how how long the month is. Some months in Hebrew are twenty nine days. Some are thirty days. But whatever it is, let's say it's the easy case. Uh, it's a twenty nine day month. So that's it. The end of the twenty ninth day. Once it gets dark, then he can start drinking wine because the next day will be Rosh Chodesh. Is the first of the following month and that would be permitted. Now what if it's a longer, a Chodesh Me'ubad, a 30-day month, and a 30-day month, which actually is what we have exactly right now. Uh, Saturday, this coming Shabbat, is Rosh Chodesh, and Sunday is Rosh Chodesh, uh, Shabbat. Uh, so actually, the Saturday is actually the 30th of Kislev, and Sunday is, uh, is the 1st of Shabbat. And so what do you do in that case? It's called Rosh Chodesh. So does that mean it goes to the next month and it's permitted to drink wine on Saturday? Or it's the 30th of the month and therefore it should go by the previous. Gemara will talk about that. All right. Shana zo asur bekol hashana. If someone says this year, then same thing. He's prohibited in, for the entire rest of the year, <clears throat> whether he says it um, at any time during the year. Um, if he says it in, uh, in the middle of uh, Av, right? So then they'll be prohibited until the end. However, Rosh Hashanah itself belongs to the next year. So he'd only be, he'd only be pro- prohibited until the last day of Elul, and Rosh Hashanah would be fine. Rosh Hashanah is two days, but that's actually different from other Rashi Chodashim. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Rosh Hashanah is Aleph Tishrei. The second day of Rosh Hashanah is Bet Tishrei. So in this case, it's clear there's no problem of the last day of Elul. Uh, the Rosh Hashanah would go to the next, uh, the following year, and therefore on Rosh Hashanah itself, this person could drink wine.
שבוע זה, שבוע here does not mean a week, it means seven, seven always means seven of something, usually means seven days is a week, but it could also mean seven years, meaning a Shemitah. So sometime, anytime, in the middle of the seven-year cycle of Shemitah, uh, say the, uh, in the fifth year, he says, I'm not going to have any wine during this seven-year cycle. In that case, he will be prohibited for the remainder from that point on, during the rest of that fifth year, sixth year, um, and the seventh year itself goes backwards as part of the, it's the seventh of the year cycle. So therefore, if he says, I'm, I'm prohibited for the, uh, this Shavua, he's prohibited also during that seventh year, uh, just like Shabbat goes backwards. All right, that's all one set of uh, statements. Here's the second type of formula. If he says, instead of saying today, which only means the remainder of the day, he says, I'm not going to drink wine for one day. Oh, in that case, that means a 24-hour period. If he says it at 11 a.m. today, then he cannot have wine for 24 hours until 11 a.m. tomorrow. If he says Shabbat Ahat, one week, not this, this week, but rather one week, then if he starts it on Tuesday, he'll be prohibited from wine until the next Tuesday. Chodesh uh, Ahad, if he says for one month, and if he's uh, now it's on the 21st of the month, he'll be prohibited until next month. Uh, until the 21st. Shana for one year. So if today is um, the uh, 6th of Tammuz, he'll be prohibited for the rest of that year and the next year until the 6th of Tammuz. Shavua Echad for one Shemitah. If he says it in the 5th year, he'll be prohibited all the way 6th, 7th year and the first 4 years of the next cycle. Okay, how does it work and for the uh, smaller things? If he says today, um, at, uh, if he says uh, uh, for a week, does that mean the next, and he says it at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, does that mean you can start eating uh, what? At the end of the day on Monday? Beginning of the day on Tuesday? 10.59 on Tuesday? Good question. Lady Shanim deal with that. Uh, whatever, you, uh, whatever option you pick, you could probably find interpretation like that. Ad HaPesach Asur Ad If he says, I'm not going to have any wine from now until Pesach. Well, what does that mean? Pesach is seven days. So which part of it? Well, in that case, it means until Pesach arrives. So right till the beginning of Pesach. But once Pesach starts, then you could have wine. You can have your four korsot. Don't worry. But if someone says, I'm gonna, not going to have wine until until it is Pesach, well, in that case, that means until Pesach ends, because he's waiting until it will be Pesach, meaning until it will have been Pesach. Uh, so that means the end. If he says until before Pesach, that is ambiguous. Until before Pesach means, yeah, until before Pesach starts. And so that would be the same as Ada Pesach, right? And therefore you could have the four Kosot. He says, no, until before Pesach means until before Pesach ends. Some people say that Lifne here is like Lefanot, until Pesach is diverted, is, uh, is, is uh, done with. So he, he, th he thinks that Lifna Pesach means until the end of Pesach. All right, so those are the three different types of formulas in the Mishnah.
And now we'll analyze, because some of them seem obvious. So, kunam yayin shani to'em. The first one, we have a very interesting law by Yerebi Yirmiyah. And a few lines is going to be called Yerebi Yirmiyah bar Abba. Uh, but one way or the other, it could be the same. Um, he says, in the first case where he says, I am not going to have wine hayom today. He says it at 11 a.m. By nightfall, uh, the Mishnah taught that that's it, he can have wine. But Yerbiyin Miyah is more machmir. He said, even after it gets dark, he should go to a chacham and ask the chacham to dissolve the vow. That's very interesting, right? What is, he, we just said that it only lasts for the rest of that day. So we're going to see a couple of reasons why. The first one is based on the Gezerah. My Tama, Amad of Yosef, Gezerah Hayom Mishum Yom Echad. We're going to make a Gezerah of person says Hayom, which means just the remainder of that day, in which case technically it is permitted once nightfall starts. But that's confusing because someone else will think that it's the same as Yom Echad. And then the other person who's watching, uh, his, fr- his friend, and he says, oh, my friend said Hayom, and then he ate at nightfall. So I'm also, I'm going to do the same thing, but they won't realize that there's a distinction. And he'll say, Yom Ehad, I'm going to prove myself for one day. And he'll think that that means that at nightfall, he can, he can drink. But that's not true. So because of the subtlety, of uh, the subtle difference, and people don't want people to make a mistake, we want the person who said Hayom to go and undo it. And that way, the friend will see, oh, wait, he undid it. That's why he's drinking at nightfall, because he undid it. And that way, when he says, even if he says, Yom Echad, um, he won't uh, drink without, un- with, he won't drink at nightfall without undoing his vow. Okay. Amar Le, uh, so that's what Rav Yosef said. Abayet told him, Amar Le, in that case, why don't you make also a Gezerah of Yom Ehad, which in that case means 11 a.m. today until 11 a.m. tomorrow, if I said it, if I made the vow at 11 a.m. Why don't we make also make a Gezerah and say, when you say Yom Ehad, you know what? You, you're not allowed to drink at 11 a.m., uh, tomorrow even, uh, because someone seeing you will not realize that you made the vow yesterday at 11 a.m. and you said for one day, and he'll think that maybe you just said Hayom, and he thinks that when you say Hayom uh, at uh, 9 a.m. On, uh, on a given day, then you can start drinking wine at 11 a.m., right? Because he saw his friend start drinking at 11 a.m., he'll think that it's the same thing. Not realizing that, no, Hayom means the rest of today until nightfall. So why don't you make a Gezerah, and therefore say, also, someone who says Yom Echad should go to the, to the sage and undo his vow and not drink even after 11 a.m. And Av Yosef answered, Amale Hayom beyom Echad michalaf. Because of psychology, people will make a mistake one way, but not the other way. Um, when uh, someone says Hayom, then the person will not realize they met, they actually said the, today, the rest of the day, and they'll think that one day means the same thing. And they'll make a vow uh, at 11 a.m. to say, I'm not going to drink wine for one day. And they'll think that that means for, also means for the rest of the day. That's an easy mistake to make. But the other way around, if someone said, 
for one day and then drinks at 11 a.m., that's clear that the person said 24 hours because it's like arbitrary. The middle of a day is an arbitrary time. So then it's clear that that meant 24 hours. And no one will come to mistake that for Hayom, which means today. Um, that ends at nightfall, right? That's a clear ending at nightfall. Um, and so no one will make a, make a be confused that way. And therefore, there is no need to make a Gezerah when it's, that, uh, when, when it's the other way around. Okay, good. So all that is one explanation of the Bir Miyah. However, we're going to have another one. Amad Avina, Amadi Maremad, Hachi Amad Avuch Mishmed Rav Yosef. Ravina said that Maremad told him that this is what your father said, uh, Ravina's own father, in the name of Rav Yosef. Keman Azla Shemaateh Rav Irmiya Bar Abba. Rav Irmiya. Whose opinion does he follow? So here he's called Bar Abba, um, even though over here we didn't quote him as Bar Abba, but we're talking about the same statement. So when he said you should go to a Chacham and undo it, uh, whom was he following? And the answer is, Actually, he was following the opinion of Rabbi Natan, who we've already seen quoted a few times, who was against making vows at all. Even if you fulfill them, it's even worse. He said, anyone who makes a vow, it's like you build an unauthorized altar outside of the Bet HaMikdash, which is prohibited. And if you fulfill the vow, then it's like not only it bad enough that you built an, an unauthorized altar, it's like you made a ketoret on that vow, on that altar, which is avodazara, even worse, not worse prohibited. The idea is, is as we said, um, the Torah only allows doing ketoret, doing karbanot in one place only and under strict rules. If you think you're doing better by adding and doing it more, no, uh, uh, in your backyard, no, that's actually worse. Same thing with vows. Um, concentrate on all that, all the prohibitions and obligations that the Torah um, commanded. And now you, you think you're doing good by adding more. No, you're not doing good. And that's why to be to be Yemiah said, if you make a vow, let's say, and I'm not going to drink wine until now, until tonight, you should undo it. You should undo all vows, right? Because that's what Rabbi Natan would say. Don't make a vow in the first. If you made a vow, don't fulfill it. Go and undo it better. And so that's what Ibn was talking about. So not not so much uh, because of a gizerah that it may come to uh, it may come to mean something else. Just undo vows. All right, good. Shabbat zo asur bechol Shabbat kula. Now, if someone says, "I'm not going to have any wine this week," he's prohibited from that day until the remainder of the week. We ask, Pishita, isn't this obvious? I might have thought when he says Shabbat zo. He meant this Saturday, only the day of, of, of Shabbat, Friday night and Saturday, the day, the 25-hour period of Shabbat. I might have thought he meant that, and therefore he would be allowed to drink wine, if he said on Tuesday, he'd be allowed to drink on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday until sunset, and only Shabbat would be not allowed. And therefore comes to me to teach us that the word Shabbat, in this context, people usually mean this entire week. The next phrase, if someone says, I'm not going to have any wine this month, then he's prohibited from wine that month, uh, from that day until the end of the month. But here, Rosh Chodesh is not, not unlike Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh is the beginning of the next month. Now we ask, Peshita, isn't this obvious? Rosh Chodesh is going to be the next month, right? 
I mean, certainly if it's the first of the month, Here's a case where this would be important to know. If you have a chaser month, chaser month means it's only 29 days. All right, so the that month ended, and then let's say he makes the vow on the first, on Rosh Chodesh, the first of the next month after the 29 days. In that case, I might have thought, Maybe I would have thought that that first day is in fact the 30th day of the previous month. You have to remember, at a time when the calendar wasn't fixed and they were relying on witnesses, that day you never knew until the witnesses came. Uh, is it, is, if it's going to be the 30th of the previous month or if it's going to be the first of the next month. So I might have thought, because that day is ambiguous, even if it is or turns out to be the first of the next month, I might have thought in that case, since it could be and could have been the 30th of the previous month, that I would treat it like the previous month, and therefore only that day would be prohibited and the very next day would be permitted. In other words, I would treat that as the 30th of the previous month and that's it. Then the vow only lasts that one day. And then the, the, tomorrow, no prohibition, right? Then you can go on because the month ended. Comes to teach us that people call that day Rosh Chodesh. And that literally means the beginning, the head of the month. And therefore, people, since people call it that, everyone thinks of Rosh Chodesh to be the beginning of the next month. And therefore, if he would make a vow on Rosh Chodesh, even if uh, on that day itself, um, even if there were the previous month was Chaser, that day would go on what's con- coming up. And uh, therefore, he would be prohibited the entire next month. Okay, um, I think this is a nice straightforward interpretation. There are other interpretations of these words, but they require amending some, amending some of it. But this still leaves open the question of what about if there's two days of Rosh Chodesh and the halakha there is uh, the same, that because of this, because people call Rosh, because people call that day Rosh Chodesh, so let's say in this, uh, right now, when we have on Shabbat is going to be the 30th of Kislev, and that is Rosh Chodesh. If someone would make a vow, let's say today, uh, a few days before, and, uh, and, uh, and say, I'm not going to have any wine for the rest of the month, here also, halacha is that Rosh Chodesh goes back to the next, to the following. Even the first day of Rosh Chodesh, even though this is only the 30th day of Kislev, that also is considered part of the following month, the, the, the month after that, and therefore it would be permitted, right? That's the halacha according to Rambam. When it takes a vow for this month, the vow expires before the following new moon, even if the upcoming new moon is celebrated for two days. So even though it's not technically the end of the month on the calendar, because it's called Rosh Chodesh, people have in mind until Rosh Chodesh, but Rosh Chodesh goes forward. All right. Hashana zo asur bekol hashana kula. Someone says, I'm not going to have wine um, this year. And then he's prohibited for the entire year until before Rosh Hashanah. Uh, now we have a new question. Um, right? Because we saw the two different categories. If he says today, uh, then it's only for the rest of the day. If he says for one day, then it's a 24-hour period. But what if this? he says this ambiguous language, I'm not going to drink wine a day, yom, a day. What well, would that mean that a day means today, the rest of the day? 
Or does a day mean for a whole day? Yom, uh, well, for one day. And therefore it's 24 hours. All right, good question. We're going to attempt a couple of answers, but we're not going to have an answer for this. Tashema uh, mimatnitin. We can derive from the, the our Mishnah. Kunam yain shani to'em hayom en asur ela If he says hayom, right, this day, today, then he's permitted only for the rest of the day until it gets dark. So we can infer from here that ha hayom ki yom must be yom is not like hayom, since only if I say hayom, we assume the Mishnah is precise. If I say Hayom, that means the rest of the day. So that means Yom is different from that. So Yom would be 24 hours. Wait a second, but then look at the next clause. The, in the second part of the Mishnah. There he says, if I say one day, then that means 24 hours. Hayom kehayom dameh. But that means it's, it's using its, its language precisely only if he says one day. Um, uh, if he just said day, then that would be like saying today, because otherwise the Mishnah wouldn't have said Yom Echad, it could have just said Yom without the word Echad. So we, now we could learn that Yom is actually like saying today. So we see that Yom falls through the cracks, right? Falls right through the middle. The first clause doesn't talk about it, neither does the second clause talk about the word, just saying the word Yom. And so we don't know if it belongs closer to the first or closer to the second. So we're back with our question. But here, well, let's try to answer it from an analogy with saying Shana. So that's why this is quoted in, on, for this Dibor Matril here. <clears throat> if someone says, a wine I'm not going to drink this year, then we understand it means the rest of that year. But here, um, this Mishnah, uh, it's a Mishnah that's coming up. It adds as to this and says, if that month becomes a leap year, meaning we add another, another Adar, Adar Aleph and Adar Bet, so it's actually a 13-month year, then the wine continues to be prohibited throughout that whole year and even on the added month, right? Ibor um, literally means pregnant. It's a pregnant year, right? It's extra, uh, extra big. Uh, so, okay, that's, the, that's what the Mishnah uh, teaches. Now we ask, what kind of case are we talking about? If you just take this literally, then why do I have to even say that at all? I said I'm not going to have any wine for the remainder of this year. And so if I say that uh, sometime before Adar, uh, and it turns out it's a leap year, so obviously it's going to mean Adar Aleph, Adar Bet, and they'll continue on, all the way until Rosh Hashanah. Right? There's no reason to think that I'm going to, oh, oh, for Adar Bet, I can drink wine, and then, um, and then I go back to being prohibited. That wouldn't make any sense. Oh, must be that this Mishnah is talking about a case where I just said the word Shana. I didn't say uh, Hashana. And that's why it's telling you, adding that even if I said Shana, that's like the rest of this year. And therefore I learned that the word Shana is the same as saying this year. And by analogy, if I say a day, a day, I'm not going to have wine for a day. And then that also means it's the same as saying like today. And therefore, we don't be prohibited from that point until the end of the day. Right? So is that a good proof? 
Now, it could very well be that the person said Hashana even in that Mishnah. And so what that, that would you add? And because it, it actually says, he said, um, Hashana. So that's a more obvious reading. And that what you ask, what's the Chidush? The, why, why do you have Mishnah have to say anything at all? The Chidush is not that it would be true if I say just Shana. No, the Chidush is, Maudetema, Halech Achar Rov Hashanim, Velayit Behu Ibur, Kamash And I might have thought that I should follow the majority of the, uh, of, uh, of years. Most years, um, right, only seven out of 19 do are, uh, do we add an extra Adar. Uh, so, um, uh, the, the 12 out of 19, we do not add anything else. And therefore, I might have thought, when I say Hashana, I'm not going to have any wine this year, I mean a year as defined by most months, which are 12 months. And therefore, I should only be prohibited, for, uh, uh, prohibited to wine for 12 months of the year and not 13, um, and uh, this, which is an unusual year. Kamash Malan, that's why this Mishnah is coming to teach me that no, it doesn't matter if it's uh, a year with an extra month or not an extra month. When I say this year, whatever kind of year it is, whether it's 12 months or 13 months, uh, would be prohibited. That's what it's coming to teach, and that's important. You have to teach that. I wouldn't know it otherwise, but it's not coming to tell me anything about Hashana, and therefore I cannot derive anything uh, here about Ha-Yom, about just saying Yom, whether it's like Ha-Yom or Yom Echad. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen v'Amen.